week, John Millay drove all the way up to the top of the state, you know, south, north Arctic Circle. Uh, this last week, he went south. He took a trip to Mankato. We're going to get into that. As always, we're going to thank a ref. We're going to talk about the Max Foundation. We're going to talk about state debate because this is not just about sports, even though this is kind of a sports network. We get, we love all high school activities. We're talking about Hockey Day in Minnesota, and we're going to get do our most valuable teammate plus other good stuff. This is Preps Today with John Millay. He's John Millay from the MSHSL. I'm Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune. Our producer is Brian Burdett. Uh, John, tell me about your trip to Mankato. Yeah, Jim, good to be back talking to you here. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a long drive to Roseau. You know, it took me seven hours to get there under pretty good conditions, eight hours to get home under less than ideal conditions. But from where I live, kind of the south part of the Twin Cities, I can be in Mankato in about an hour and 15 minutes. I made that drive Monday this week, spent some quality time down there. And uh, the assignment was to attend the first game ever for the new Mankato High School adapted floor hockey team. So the team Ooh. has athletes from Mankato East and Mankato West. They're coached by a, a former Mankato, Mankato East hockey player, Dylan Bocher, who does a great job. And they hosted the team from Stillwater slash Matamidi. And it was really something special. It was even cooler than I thought it would be. And for people who don't know, adapted floor hockey. It's played in a gym. There are nets at each end, goaltenders, sticks, pucks. There's no skates. This is a gym floor. Everybody in their tennis shoes. And Mankato's home gym for this team is, is inside Franklin Elementary School, which is uh, almost 100 years old. It's really cool. One of these classic old schools in the middle of a neighborhood. And it's a tiny little gym. All the fans sit up above in a balcony, make, making it just a coolest setting. And they had a good crowd there for the first game. A bunch of uh, a bunch of players from the Mankato West girls hockey team were there. They all wore their jerseys to show support for for their classmates. And then some members of the Minnesota State Mankato um, women's hockey team they wore their jerseys to to show support. That was really neat to see. And th this is a big thing for Mankato. They've had adapted bowling teams at both high schools for a number of years. Floor hockey is their first adapted team sport. And the high school league, you know, we also sponsor adapted soccer and adapted softball, which are equally as cool. So there's lots of opportunities for kids, and that's what adapted sports are all about. So you, you can read about this event. I, I covered it. I wrote about it. If you go to mshsl.org. Scroll down a little bit to John's journal. You can see that story and some photos from uh, the first ever adapted floor hockey game in Mankato. You do it all, and you do it all everywhere. Nice work. Uh, we want to thank Pizza Barn in Princeton, our sponsor. Also, let you know, this is part of TalkNorth.com, best sports lineup in Minnesota, great outdoor content. Keep adding shows. We'll keep adding listeners. We appreciate your support, and we appreciate you supporting our sponsors like Pizza Barn in Princeton. We'll tell you more about them later. You can also follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. See all the shows as they are released and this, the dates of our live shows. One of our uh, we, January 18th, we have the Chin Music Baseball Show, Roy Smalley, LaBelle Neal, myself at the Pizza Luce in Eden Prairie, 6 p.m. January 24th at Tuttle's and Hopkins, 7 p.m. for the John Krasinski Show. It's our Timberwolves show uh, with pregame starting at 6.15 with Tin Cup Whiskey. Once again, thanks for all the support. Let's go to thank a ref as we do every week. Yeah, we got a few refs to thank here, Jim. Um, speaking of that adapted floor hockey game in Mankato, since this is a new team, Mankato's first team, they did not have any officials certified to, to work adapted sports. 
but three veteran hockey officials down there, and their names are Aaron Anderson, Ethan Anderson, and Ryan Swafford. Those guys, they became official adapted sports uh, referees. So uh, two of them came out to work the game. So, and that, that adapted team from the Mankato schools, they'll have three more home games, but none of that happens if you don't have officials. So, th so thanks to Aaron, Ethan, and Ryan for stepping up, making that possible. And there was a neat article in the Albert Lee Tribune by uh, Sarah Stoltz about Tom Jones, a veteran official down there in lots of sports. Uh, he just officiated his 1,000th basketball game. That's a big number wow. for any official. So he's staying busy. Uh, thanks to all those refs. Good stuff. Tell me about the match foundation. Yeah, when I was up in Roseau, um for this hockey game between Warroad and Roseau, um I learned about the Max Foundation. I, I, I knew a little bit about it before my trip. I talked to some people. It's a it's a it's a group based in Warroad, and and the the mission is to support mental health for young people. It was founded after Max Marvin. He was 19 at the time. Uh, he's the son. He was the son of uh, David Izzy Marvin, the girls' hockey coach in Warroad. And Max took his own life a little more than three years ago. So they wanted to do something to to support mental health with young people. So they formed the Max Foundation. And they have a tie-in with with a, another group called Project 11, which comes from the Winnipeg Jets up north there. And that, that group was founded after a Jets player named Rick Rippian. He took his own life in 2011 at age 27. So this is, a, this is an ongoing thing, mental health, especially with young people. And David Levesque, a friend at the Star Tribune, your colleague, my former colleague there, Jim, uh, he wrote a really tremendous story about the Max Foundation and Project 11. And they, they provide curriculum and other materials for schools and other groups to help young people focus on their mental health. You go to startribune.com and read David's story. And the message from the Max Foundation is really spreading all over Minnesota, you know, beyond hockey. And there can't be anything more important than, than the work those folks are doing. Excellent. I'm glad you told me about that. I might not have, you know, I, I read David's piece, but I guess Max Foundation didn't stick in my head. It's good that you brought it up again. So thank you yes, for that. That's pretty cool. Uh, tell me about the state debate. Yeah, this is not anything new, but the state debate uh, tournament, which is going on this week, Friday and Saturday, will be virtual. This happened last year. This wasn't what anybody wanted. Normally, all the students involved, the coaches and judges, they would gather at the University of Minnesota in, in, in one building and kind of spread out in all kinds of classrooms and have debate leading up to crowning state champions. And, and the biggest issue is with judges. It takes about 65 judges to hold an in-person state debate tournament. And I think there's only like in the ballpark of 90 judges overall. And COVID, this uh, Omicron is spreading so fast, there aren't enough judges who are available. And there are even some kids who are quarantining right now who have qualified for state. And if it was in person, they could not compete. So they're gonna be able to compete. The judges are figuring this out. It's gonna happen. It's not gonna be optimal. It's not in person. Uh, but again, they, they did this last year, and a lot of regular season debate events have been held virtually. It's it's not perfect, but it's the world we live in. And regardless of the format, good luck to all the debaters this weekend. Good stuff. Tell me about Pizza Barn in Princeton, as if I don't already know. As if you don't everything know, yeah. about Pizza Barn. <laughs> We've talked previously about the pizza of the month for January, the triple pepperoni. Uh, wing Wednesdays are back. That's a regular weekly thing there. Uh, different kinds of wings, different kinds of sauces. 
great stuff. And of course, the Pizza Barn up there in downtown Princeton has a large, expansive menu, everything you'd want for lunch lunch or dinner, uh, in-person, take-and-bake delivery. They cater, as we know, and we can't forget the famous Pizza Barn food truck. And they're, they're ready to schedule events out into the spring, the summer, weddings, reunions, all kinds of things. Uh, get a hold of the Pizza Barn. Jody and her crew will take care of you. Uh, it'd be awesome to, to see that truck just keep going as far and wide as it has been going. So we're super grateful to Jody Stay and everybody at the Pizza Barn for being the longtime sponsor of our podcast. And we've been talking about getting back up there to do another live show. I just thought with the uh, spike, uh, yes. this at this time we're going to push back maybe late yep. January, early February. We will make it happen, though, and we hope to see somebody there. Uh, hey, want to thank our sales executive at TalkNorth.com, Karen Cleary. She's so important to what we do. I also want to uh, let you know that Brianne Burnett, you'll be hearing her name all across the network. She's our, our newest producer at TalkNorth.com. We want to welcome her. She's done some work for us before, but now you're going to hear her name more often. Let's go to the most valuable teammate this week. Yeah, um, this week's most valuable teammate, Jim, is Arlie Coppin. I might not be pronouncing that last name right, but Arlie from uh, Tartan High School, a cross-country runner, a senior, the epitome of a leader and teammate. She's been a team captain for three years. That tells you a lot about Arlie. Uh, she encouraged and inspired her teammates all season, attended all team functions with a smile, always had a positive, encouraging spirit. When she didn't race the way she wanted and felt disappointed, she was happy for her teammates' successes and cheered for them. The Tartan Cross Country Program is incredibly grateful for her leadership and dedication. Congrats to Arlie from Tartan, this week's most valuable teammate. And I got a couple of other really cool things here, Jim, to close out the show. Uh, I saw a tweet from Buffalo High School. Um, they have honored their bus driver. The, swim, the boys' swimming and diving team loves Ken Clatt, their bus driver. So they presented Ken with a custom cribbage board for all his work in getting them where they need to go. That is as Minnesotan as it gets. You get a guy a custom cribbage board. Uh, thanks to Ken and all our bus drivers for what they do to support students all over the state. And Spring Lake Park uh, had a pretty cool thing happen. They were playing a boys basketball game at Totino Grace, and Grant Guzzi has announced he'll be stepping aside. He'll be retiring from coaching basketball at Spring Lake Park after the season, his 35th year. So Spring Lake Park was playing at Totino Grace last week, and before the second half started, the folks from Totino Grace just took a moment before the, the start of the half and, and honored Grant. They had some good things to say, wished him the best, and that's a really cool thing for the opposing team to do. It's a great testament to sportsmanship as well as friendship. Congratulations to Grant, everybody at Spring Lake Park, and, and well done, everybody at Totino Grace. Where are you traveling this week, John? Uh, working on it right now, Jim. I don't think I'm leaving town. We'll see. I've got some basketball, some hockey I'm looking at. And, and uh, my third eye is always on the weather forecast. So we'll, we'll wish us all luck. My dogs are so happy. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, isn't it amazing? 30 degrees and yeah. it's like the world opens up to you. And when I lived in Dallas, I lived in other places, 30 degrees is when he went in your basement and started yeah. a fire and hid. Yeah, <laughs> we're having that same issue with our dog. It's a little dog with tiny feet, does yeah. not like feet to be cold. Please go out and do your business. And right now she's she thinks it's spring. I hate to tell exactly. her it's going to get cold again. She's not going to be happy, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks again to Pizza Barn in Princeton. Thanks to Brianne. Thanks to John. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. We'll be back next week to see where John wound up.